appreciate the fact you're sitting here. Your voice sounds so wonderful, but your face don't look too clear. So barmaid, bring a pitcher, another round of brew. Honey, why don't we get dry and screwed? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Jimmy. Rest in peace, Jimmy. Here it comes. Here it comes. I just bought a water bed. It's filled up for me and you. They say you are a snub queen. Honey, I don't think that's true. So why don't we get drunk? And screw you know it just sucks that I never got a chance to see him live I have I have but it was a pirated concert I was, it was illegal because I was I'll tell you in a minute um, but this song has actually got me laid twice nice yeah that's really good yep I just put it on and I was I just walked over to this girl I'd been talking to <laughs> I put it on I walked over and I just did this while it was playing just looked at her like put it on and then you took it off Huh? I mean, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, so when I was in Camp Lejeune, which is in Wilmington, North Carolina, mm-hmm. it's about an hour, 45 minutes from Myrtle Beach. Okay. We had a weekend Liberty Pass, and one of the guys I was at Marine Combat Training with lived in Myrtle Beach. So we're just like, well, fuck it. Let's get the fuck out of here for a weekend. Sure. Get me away from this fucking base. And right behind his house, there's this huge backyard of a fucking bar mm-hmm. and we're out on his deck just chilling and sure enough if jimmy buffett doesn't start playing the fucking deck of that outdoor uh. bar and then he said he, I mean, he was about four songs in he goes this one's for y'all listening up there for free and i'm all like fuck yeah love you jimmy <laughs> and then he played margarita uh, and you hated it no, yeah. I fucking love Margarita. You like Margarita? I love Margarita. It's kind of overplayed. I think. Obviously, it's yeah. overplayed because I mean, but it's it's the one song that can bring every. You bring up Jimmy Buffett, people are like who are you like Margaritaville. Everyone's oh, like, yeah. oh that, yeah, that one, guy. that's a great song. That guy, yeah. I love the meaning in that song. Like, if you really listen to it, like, yeah, it is a guy getting drunk, but it's it's over a woman. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. He lost he lost his woman. Like, I mean, I fuck, I identify with that shit. Right? No shit. <laughs> I think I think all of us but have. But if you listen, time, right? but if you listen, he progresses. He goes, "It ain't my fault. Hell, it could be my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Although, as men, I think we take too much blame upon ourselves when unexpected relation or when when some relationships have unexpected failures. Yeah, I think we take a lot too much upon ourselves. But don't, don't you, know. you think men feel a tremendous amount of responsibility in general in their relationships? Yes. Like, um, doesn't matter whether you're in the provider role or not. Like, no, absolutely, you, you because just have a tremendous amount of. Responsibility I think we, on your shoulders. while we love unconditionally, <laughs> our children, our wives, our pets, our friends. Like, I, I have no condition. The love I have for you has zero conditions on it. Right. It doesn't matter because well, I love you. Unless for I who try you to grow are. my hair out, then. It's over. I mean, I might not like you as much, but I still <laughs> love you. But I think we view people looking at us that we only deserve love when we are worth something to people. Yeah. 
because how many times do you see a guy that's like a homeless a homeless man and you can just see they're broken because and it's not because they're homeless it's because they're they feel useless yeah and i and i think as men i think we really i don't even know if it's other people equate it upon us i think we do it to ourselves like if if we lose our i remember one time i lost my job and the first thing i thought was i failed my family mm. not that i didn't have a job not that i needed to go find a job but that i had failed my my child my this is when i was married to nikki that i failed my wife and my son mm-hmm. and i felt fucking awful. terrible and fucking for like awful. a week for yeah. a week i couldn't even get off the couch yeah. because i just i knew that everything that we had was going to fall apart Luckily, I got my shit together and I went up and got another job. Yeah, but get off the couch. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, like th- my first thought wasn't for me, wasn't for employment, wasn't even for money. It was that I didn't deserve the family that I had because yeah. I had failed them. I think that's a pretty n- normal feeling for most guys. Yeah. Um, pretty normal feeling for most guys. I just, I just feel like most every guy feels like <laughs> they don't deserve to be in the situation that they're in. I think most men don't understand love and they don't understand when they're, when they're being love yeah because it's like why like i know who i am i'm a fucking idiot i'm disgusting yeah uh if you lived five minutes (laughs) if if any woman lived five minutes in any dude's head they would run fucking screaming no doubt about that yeah and so that when 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 you've got anyone and i don't give a shit what she fucking looks like because everybody likes something different but when those eyes when they really look at you and you're just like, I will do anything for this woman for the mm-hmm. rest of my fucking life. She never has to do another fucking thing for me at all. Right. You know, and then we and then we do it. That's we'll work ourselves to fucking death, even yeah. though it's never asked of us. Yeah. You know, because I'm pretty sure most of these guys that work six, you know, five days a week, 14 hour long days. I'm pretty sure their wives would actually like to have them around a little bit more. I'm sure. But these guys are like, no, I have I'm going to I'm going to make sure she wants for nothing. The ultimate provider. And, and, right? and yeah. it's nothing for it's nothing about feminism. I have not once did I say that I didn't think any of my wives could do any of this shit. I didn't want them to have to. Mm-hmm. That was always my point. Do it if you want. But I don't want you to feel like I can't fucking provide for you. Yeah. Like, so don't do it because you think I need you to. I don't. Yeah. Do it if you want to. Yeah. I, I do think that, especially in today's world, most most women want to be involved and they want to be a part of, of all of that. I mean, most being f- greater than 50%. But Jess would get mad if I push. You know, I love building things. I love putting things together. Yeah. And there was once I put, I put something together, she actually got fucking mad. Because she wanted to do it. I'm like, I, I think it was when we first first started living together. Mm. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm, used I'm to doing used this. I'm having to put everything together. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, I mean, she put like she put that together. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple other things around here. So Yeah, my Jess puts shit together all the time, too. You know, and, and I think I think this is the thing that most, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to generalize here, but I think this is the thing that most, like, hardcore feminist women, like, don't understand. Like, we're absolutely open to you saying shit to us at all fucking times. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's also a generalization because there are a lot of guys who are complete fucking assholes who, who take <clears throat> chauvinistic things because they're just fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm not a chauvinist because I like to, to open doors for my wife or I like to pick up big, heavy boxes. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't want her to have to. Especially something like like picking up a box. Like if there's a possibility for injury, let me be the one that gets injured. Sure. Yeah. It's 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 not about you can't do it. Honestly, I think most of the time that we do these things for these people, it's because 
we do feel protective. Well, it's kind of ingrained into us, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Genetics. Like, mm-hmm. that, that that woman, hopefully, is going to be the one that bears oh. your DNA seed. Yeah, you I know? mean, if you think about the greater part of humanity and the longer the, the longer part that we've been around when it was mainly either hunter-gatherers yeah. or early farming societies, it was the big, strong males that provided for absolutely. the clan that in they fact, were part in, of. In fact, in most, and, and because, family. I don't think it's because women couldn't hunt. I'm fairly positive that they well, I'm could. I'm sure that they did as But well. those hunts were fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. People, men died doing mm-hmm. those hunts. And you cannot, I, th- I think this is what women have, have failed to realize about men. We understand that you are the bearers of life. Right. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to fucking die doing something completely fucking stupid. Right. You know, because you are the thing that brings that life into, in, into the world. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I mean, give you five minutes of effort and <laughs> here, see what you can do with this. Uh, you know, no, I, I just, you know, I think that it's just so ingrained in, in five minutes of effort. <laughs> That's optimistic. If you're cuddling, if you're cuddling for four if and a I half have to take my pants, afterwards, yes. if I have to take my pants all the way off, then yeah, it takes a little bit more time. But I just think, you know, there's, call, there's so much uh, built into us about just protecting our family and being the provider and, and all of those things like, like, that's just the way it always was. And, I, 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 you know, to be in a, in a world today where people are trying to be more forward thinking and, you know, there's a lot of women that want to be larger roles in, in the families. Like, but we still look at them as, and it's, it's like I said, it's, it's not even anything we're doing condescendingly. Yeah, no. We're not doing it because no, it's, that, it's you're an inferior we, insult or it's an insult. Yeah. We, we, see, we just want to protect the thing that is our family. Because yeah. I tell you right now, and I've said this before, and actually I found out that it's not actually accurate. I always thought that it was kind of one of the effeminate parts of me that as a child, I grew up, I wanted a wife. I wanted children. I that's wanted a big femi- fucking family. Not well, you know, you always hear about, you know, the, the women dreaming about their wedding days and shit. And I'm over here like, I want to find a wife. I want to uh-huh. find someone that I can love and I can mm-hmm. be with and, and bear children with and have the family that I always wanted to fucking have. And so it's, it's never been about, it's never been about oppression right. for me. Well, I I want to protect what I'm investing in. I, I my, my, I'm investing in a family, I, I and just, and she is the cornerstone. This is what I don't. This is what I don't think a lot of women to, to us. They're they're like the cornerstone of the relationship. If they're gone, everything fucking falls apart. Mm-hmm. Now, as men, we may be able to put those pieces back together. Sometimes better than others. Given time, you you you'll make it just I mean, as good. If in a relationship, if either part flakes out, the whole thing falls apart. But I, I mean, think I think I think it's more catastrophic. It no, always it just takes two to tango, man. That's the no, way I it feel does. About it, it does. You know? But yeah. I'm just saying, in in my point of view, from my side of it, when it crumbles on that side, it crumbles quick yeah. and it crumbles hard, and everything, everything falls apart yeah. for me. Yeah. Now, how that works for a woman, I I don't know, but well, I'm saying when I look at it, because because let me say, let me you know what I've been divorced twice. Who knows? Maybe a fucking third time. Mm. And I've been able to see that each time I get fucking devastated and they are able to just pick up and move the fuck on. That's weird. I, I, I don't know. That's, that's well, they, they always so say, weird you know, to you, me. You know, I always hear the things, when a woman quits on you, she actually quit on you years ago. You just didn't, you know, okay, fine, whatever. But to, to, to see, and like I said, it happened to me three times now. Yeah. That I have been absolutely just here for it and when they're gone 
I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm completely fucking clueless as to what my next step is. But then I look at that and all three of them like just yeah. straight on yeah. like nothing ever fucking. Oh, my God. Is that her? That was super loud. That was it, super loud. It is her. Oh, God. What'd she say? She just <laughs> okay. So so <laughs> I, that means not no. not to break the not to break what we're <laughs> what we're doing, um, but the production team uh, finally figured out AKA how to Nick. how to uh, <laughs> hook up a phone to the record the soundboard, <laughs> and I was trying to get Nick suggests to be on, and I think she's not going to. But I was uh, she she wouldn't answer me, so I started doing what I normally do, just sending a text. But I only send one word at a time. It was like an entire aisle of spam. <laughs> <laughs> she did just come back with ha ha ha. She didn't actually answer, no. so that's probably mm, a no. Yeah, so she's told me multiple times, absolutely not. So I've oh, well, asked, I should have said it that way. Yeah. I should just be like, hey, can I call you back? I have a question to ask you. No. Because now if we call her, she's not going to answer the phone. Yeah, no, she's not answering the phone for sure. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, answered it's... <laughs> You know, and it's funny that you that you started like 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 that we started this way because this has been. Oh, by the this way, has this been is on my a head. Two drink minimum. And yeah, this is a free game, yeah. and we're just yeah. going for it. Why I not? mean, you guys by now you know who the fuck we are, and if you're new, <laughs> <laughs> welcome aboard. Hey, that's Neil. I'm Nick. Here we are. Only just about 13 minutes. Late two guys in who just fine. like to get drunk and talk shit. Hell yeah. But it's it's just oh did you hear that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I opened my mouth and blah. yeah. So we don't have any production value really for this. Show. No, no. It's I'm it's just... literally two guys at a picnic table <laughs> with soundboard equipment inside my sunroom. So you'll get used to it. We don't even have a Jamie. We had a Jamie for a while, but he's gone now because it was my son Tyler, and he's out of other things to do. Yeah, you know they always have something else to do. It's. Well, we do this on a Saturday night. It's just funny too. that yeah. this is where this started because honestly, since I got back from South Carolina, I have had Thoughts. a lot of things happen in my head that I've had to deal with. Um, some good, some not great. All of it about my current situation that I have touched on, but I've not really gone into and I probably won't here, but... So things, it's just weird because just I have I have great. been thinking about that yeah. exact thing about, you know, I even looked up at God and I was like, you know, because I, I, I sit here sometimes and <clears throat> I talk a lot. I know I do. It's not a fucking. No, it's not an epiphany. <laughs> and I try to get along with people. But I've told you before that I don't really feel like I connect to too many people. And, and I, I try. I want to. Yeah. Like I want to have people that I can just call. You know, and I, I have a few, um, but I can be in a room with a thousand people that I know and still be the loneliest person in the room. Yeah. You know, and, and I would rather not be in a room with a thousand people. <laughs> I'm just saying that was just, that was just, so. that was just a number, you know, I mean, it's, I don't it's care like, if I like them. <laughs> but it's like, but the, it. the thing is, it's just like even in that much company, I'm still alone. Yeah. Well, I feel like you, know, you put me at a big party where there's 20 or 30 people that I know that I'm I'm close to a few of them. Bro, even if there's like, just the four, like when we used to hang out with the four of us, yeah. like I, smaller I groups always are felt, where I always I always feel felt like more connected. it was me and you three. I really did. That's strange. That's why a lot of times why I would try to butt into conversations and try to be because I honestly felt like the three of you 
Oh, I'm sorry you felt Could have carried way. on completely fine without me being in the room. I'm sorry about that. It's just, bro, it's how I always feel. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's that's just something, I, you know, I, I started, I think it's affected my marriages, you know? This, this inability to really fucking connect with the people that I love, that I want to just love me. And I... I actually looked up at God and I was like, why, why am I like this? Why did you make me like this? Because this is, this sucks, dude. You know, I was talking to my son Tyler today on the way home and I'm like, I realized that, you know, I've had very few happy moments in my life. My life has been just a bunch of bullshit and pain. Like, honestly, you know, I, and I know that a lot of people that know me wouldn't think it because I really do try to have, uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know, with people around me, you know, I, I, I don't try to be mad. I don't try to let the, but I'm just, I'm not even mad. You know, I have a lot of people that think that I'm like just this rage monster underneath my face, but it, it's not. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm You're just, kind of a cuddly little teddy bear. I'm just sad, most of the time. dude. Yeah. I'm just sad, like all the time. And I started realizing that I've loved all these fucking people and I don't ever get it back. Mm. Not, not the same that I'm giving it. It's a real shit. A few people, yeah. a few people yeah. do return it the way I give it. And, yeah. and for them, they literally are my world. Yeah. I will do any, you know, it's easy to say, I'll die for you. I would kill for you. Same. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's a much yeah. tougher decision. Yeah, to for sure. No, you have to, yeah, you have to think about that. That's anybody yeah. can jump in front of a bullet, but it's another thing to look at somebody and pull a trigger. Right. I would do that for you. Yeah. If I had to, I would required too. done. Yeah. Wouldn't even question it. Yeah. You know, and but that's what you know, that's what real friends are like. It's it's just been bugging me lately because I don't understand why I am. the one. And then and then when something good does happen, something that I I, I instantly feel selfish. Mm. And then I'm still sad because now I don't feel like I deserve the good thing that I just got. Like 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 that truck. I could not believe we were buying that truck for me. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't In fact, I asked Jesse, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. I asked Jesse how many times, like, are you, are you serious? Like, we're, for, for me? Yeah. Blew me the fuck away. Nicest thing anybody's ever, honestly, nicest thing anybody's ever mm-hmm. fucking helped me get. Mm-hmm. Or done for me. Mm-hmm. Lordy. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> I, I sent some fucking spam messages loud, out yeah. earlier that I'm probably going to get a lot of uh, receipts mm. on here soon. Mm. Now we'll go ahead and turn it off. So yeah, it's it's it's. I'm I'm facing a lot of changes that I'm going to have to make, yeah. and I'm not excited about it. I, I because don't. even though if, even if I make these changes, I still don't see a fucking happy ending at the end of the tunnel. Well, I, I don't see. I think because that, I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be plodding at my job. I'm still going to be living in this house. I'm still going to be doing all the same bullshit that I do because my kids are in school and I can't I can't do anything while they're all their children. I won't. I don't want to be here anymore. Right. I, I don't like Iowa. I've never liked Iowa. I'm not a super fan of it myself. You know, I, I grew up in a completely different area, and I want to go back. Yeah. But I won't. Well, yeah, that because means the kid's being in school. and Kinnick's eight years old, and I school. will not abandon yep. him. Yeah, of course not. Which means that until I'm 58. Uh, you know, 58's the new 38. But I feel like my life is just 
done by then. What the fuck am I going to do at 60? I mean, you know, I, if, even if I move home, who's going to hire a fucking 58 year old to do m- anything more than just pull an empty trailer around? I don't know. You know, it's, it's like I stayed here because I got a woman pregnant. I didn't even want to come back here. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was actually supposed to go back to Hawaii. Hmm. My son was born the day before I left. Yeah. So I changed my orders. Instead of going back to Honolulu, mm-hmm. I went to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Sure. And since I was in the States, I had nowhere else to go. So I went to where my parents and my parents had moved back to Iowa. I just didn't know if I had anybody that I could go to South Carolina and mm-hmm. live there until I can, you know, I probably did, but I didn't, you know, this is before, like, I didn't remember everyone's phone number. I didn't. And then I met Nikki and, you know, happy mistake, but Tyler kind of cemented it. Sure. I'm here now. Mm-hmm. You know, Nikki's family was here. There was no way she was going to leave them. My family was here, and at that time, I didn't want to leave them. I had a kid. have to raise the kid. Can't be taking one on a risk moving down to South Carolina with nothing, hoping that I can put something together. Yeah. You know, and then it just turned into this whole 25 years later. And now with all this happening, the last place I want to be is here. This state holds nothing but heartbreak and sadness for me. Everywhere I look, there's something that reminds me of something else, that, of, of a better time. So it's like, but then it's like, I just have to fucking endure it for my kids. So this is what I mean about love and, and doing things unconditionally, because it's not a question. It's not a question. I, I cannot leave Kinnick here. I, I just can't do it. I won't do it. Well, you should, and I would, when, yeah. When Nikki it's divorced, when Nikki divorced me, she moved from uh, Des Moines to Parkersburg. I was a long distance dad for six weeks, and I quit my job and I moved to Waterloo <laughs> for a new job so I could be closer to my kids. Sure. I can't, I can't fucking do it. I've only ever been good at two things. I was a good Marine, and I'm a good fucking dad. I try to be a good husband. I try to be a good friend. I find myself wanting on both of those. I mean, but. As long as I'm a good dad, I don't give a fuck about the rest of it. You know, if I can't be a good husband, then at least let me be a good dad. Yeah. I just think that you be you and and just look at the future and think about making the best of everything. You know, I've That's never been you... able to do that. I've I've always I have always based my self against what I think people need from me. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, and, and, I mean, I, and I realize now there's a part of that to every guy. But I realize now that that's not the way that, that people don't fucking hang out with you because you can do shit for them. Correct. But Real, that's the reals don't. And, and, and like, OK, so when I was married to Nikki. I thought she needed me to be the guy that brings in everything. I worked a six a day, six days a week job for six years. Without even once thinking that the fact that I was spending six days away from home was completely brutalizing my marriage. Yeah. Well, you just take I the cannot sit here, role on, right? I cannot sit here and think now that that had no part. Obviously, it did. Yeah. For sure. But it wasn't... That's not who I am is what I'm trying to get at. But that's what I knew Nikki needed me to be. So that's what I was. And that's what I do. Without even asking the people around me, I just try to think, what do they need me to be? 
Yeah, that doesn't always work, though. Well, no, and, and like I said, oh, in the last few years, I've adopted a brand new policy. Fuck you, I'm just me. I don't uh, care anymore. <laughs> it well, got tiring. It got tiring. Yeah. To try to to figure out who you needed me to be today, and then to try to be that fucking person. I just think that like if if we can take it one day at a time and just try to be the best person that we possibly can be in our own eyes that you know who we are will shine through that no matter what and it'll be the best version of who we are can we just acknowledge the fact real quick that when you and i do this by ourselves it is so much more fucking dark and serious <laughs> it's it so is like too. we get in depth into our feelings uh, like i'm over here like on the verge like the whole fuck time like i don't want to do just, that shit tonight it's we're the in the fucking oh, shit. pregame no, and we're it's, like it's, oh it's the hard to, oh the, oh the yeah, the bullet yeah that's I fucked up is. and drank bourbon tonight oh, you guys are fucked fuck you guys are all fucked uh, now I just, <laughs> but like I said, like if we just take it one day at a time and just try to do our best every day. No, and, and honestly, that's. Like try to be the best version of us that we possibly can be. Yes. You string a few of those together and then life starts to look a little bit better. I, I you know? don't, I don't try to be people's savior anymore. I don't try to be. Well. No, no. I think, I think the way that I looked at friendship and the way that I looked at people, because I have my entire life, I've always been on the outside. You don't have to be someone's savior to be there no, for them if they need you. No, I don't right? think that's how friendship works at all either. Not at no, all. No, 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 no. That's how it worked for me. Is what I'm trying to get at. That's yeah. how. That's how. For to me, that's how it worked. Yeah. Because, you know, between the moving and um, and not to harp on you know having having an alcoholic for a dad was not fucking great. Well, it never is. You know, um. Just the low ass self esteem, the fact that I've never ever felt like I connected to someone. So when I do find someone who wants that, you know that that first connection you have with somebody, we're yeah. like, this guy's kind of cool. Like I like his ideas. He's fucking funny. Yep. Maybe I want to marry him. <laughs> I'd start. A I, mean, fight. I mean, I uh, mean, let's. <laughs> but you know, that initial thing, and then I'm always like, okay, casted the hook. Now I got to reel this fucking friend in. What do I have to do? Oh God, me! You know, God, bro, I have starved used to do that shit. I have starved for too. friendship my oh. entire, and I, I'm always the guy who's like, I got three friends, I don't need any more. Oh. I, I, I would love to have more solid fucking friends. Than I, I was did. always an awkward kid in school, and like, and through my twenties and stuff, like, I just felt like I was always super awkward, and that people didn't want to listen to me or, or you know, have real conversations. Oh, absolutely with not. Me, right? Dude, like they called... didn't want to put energy back. No. Like, like I not would want to put out to them, right? And I would always try, but but I, the things I was into, if there's one I thing that I can say about, else on. if there's one thing I can say about myself is that I always want to put out more than I receive. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't? Uh, I'm sorry, I had to make that joke. No, but I mean, it's 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 just one of those things, man. Like I always had a hard time connecting with people to where it was like a full reciprocation, right? Like I've never thought I was worthy of full reciprocation. Well, I just never thought it was ever possible you know, to have full reciprocation and, and with anyone. anybody who's listening. That is my friend. I want you to know, I do still love you guys. And, and I'm not trying to slight you in any way, but I can count on one hand, the, the men, then they are. There's one woman, five friends. That I have right now that if I called them on the phone, they would answer their fucking phone. Yeah. My buddy Steve, you, my buddy Mike, uh, this, this girl I grew up with named Trisha, and Clint. Yeah. I know if I called those five fucking numbers, if I needed something, those five people for sure would do their best to help me. Yep. 
And if they couldn't help me, they would help, try to help me still find a solution. They wouldn't just fucking like, well, fuck you and hang up the phone. You know what I mean? Right. And there are people that they know that they can do that to me, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, no, I know I can call you anytime. And 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 I love those five people. It's almost different than family. You know, you always hear blood is thick. your family. You don't get to choose your friends. You do. So yeah. to me, like that's almost. It's almost more meaningful because out of all the people that I know, I chose to hang out with you. I want yeah. to hang out with you. I never wanted to hang out with my sister. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I do now, Trisha, if you're listening. I love you. <laughs> we had breakfast a couple weeks ago. It was actually oh, fantastic. Nice. I would love to be able to do that with yeah. her more. I, I really and wish there's been the so much wasted time between yeah. me and my sister yeah. that I wish I could take back a lot of it. But yeah. we're getting better. So So you wanna you want a little weird aside to no, the whole no i don't i you know me i don't do weird asides ever so you know from my from my bible days um there's a difference between like a like a blood child and an adopted oh son. yeah absolutely like mm-hmm. you can disown the adopted child and kick him off to the curb mm-hmm. you can't do that with an adopted son or daughter in in the and, bible you know and like it's I because said... it's a choice right like the adoption you chose to take that responsibility on and because you chose to take that responsibility where they just figured, you know, bloodborne kids. Well, I mean, think about it. How many? How many? Have you ever seen how many hoops you have to jump through to adopt a yeah. child? Yeah. But two seventeen-year-olds can go in a cornfield and bang one out in two nights. Yeah. Crazy. I'm saying two because I'm pretty sure he's gonna be like, I don't know if it took. Let's do it again. Because <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> every, after every night for thirty nights, after, we just gotta keep trying, baby. After playing <laughs> the first game, the first rousing game of just the tip. Mm. Mm. I have a meme I made. It was a nasal. <laughs> it was a nasal spray. Oh no! And, and the nasal underneath it, it just says, "Just put the tip in." And I was like, "No, thank you. I know how that game ends. <laughs> I'm gonna end up with a bottle of nasal spray all the way up my fucking whole nose. goddamn bottle's gonna be in there." <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, make sure you tell your daughters if the boy oh. says just the tip, it's never just the tip. Nah, they're pulling legs for sure. Yeah. They're gonna be like, "Oh well, it's in there now." Oh, and then he's gonna cough and say, "Oh well, it's all the way in." I guess we just keep going. And then your daughter's going to roll her eyes and be like, okay, fine. Because, you know, she likes him. You're still not playing the one I want you to play. You're right. No, I did is this, this the one. one. Is this, this the one? Is, this is Jess's favorite yeah, song. Yeah, this is for you, Jess. I know you're not probably listening, but we love you. You're awesome. Wish you would come on the fucking show, but, you know, that's a... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, a I may spam you some more. It's just a bunch of haws. I may spam you some more. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no. No, she didn't. It wasn't. No, that's for sure. No, she's not going on. Well, this is uh, Bama Breeze. my Jess's favorite song. So we're going to end the pregame with this. It is 10 minutes to the hour. And we're going to leave you with the soothing sounds of Jimmy Buffett. R.I.P. Jimmy. Sitting in his car and they took him to jail. The tip job paid his bail. In 1984, Mick Jagger passed through town, bought the house around, signed his name on the wall. In the late... As the son of a son of a sailor, I went out on the sea for adventure, expanding the view of the captain and crew like a man just released from indenture.
As a dreamer of dreams and a traveler man, I have chalked up in my you know, I would have loved nothing better than to go somewhere with a beach and listen to Jimmy sing some songs. Son of a son, son of a son, son of a son of a sailor. Really kind of bummed that I'm not going to get a chance to. Sucks. the last tongue, one step ahead of the jailer. Okay, copyrights. <laughs> this is such a good song, well, y'all. Yeah. Whether you like Jimmy Buffett or not, listen to a few the songs that we're playing tonight. Like, like, pull them up and actually listen to them. Like, this man was, he was brilliant. I fucking love Jimmy Buffett. Everybody bags on him for Margaritaville because it's such a fucking generic poppy song. But even nah, that's a, even a that's a really good. good kinda, song. But it's a yeah. feel good song about a woman who left a dude and he's just on a fucking bender because he doesn't know what the fuck else to do. Which most guys do anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of our thing. And like and I was some so, girls like, too. Like, like it's I was, not just a guy thing. No, but I'm saying yeah. this is from a guy's perspective. That's all I'm saying. This song is about a guy going on a bender because his woman left. Yeah. And then, like I was telling you before we did the show, like if you listen, there's a progression where he goes, "It ain't my fault." To hell, it could be my fault. To it's my fault. It's my own damn right. fault. Yeah. You know, so like, like honestly, even though it's got a poppy little like there's a fucking dark song in there. You know, most of his songs are like they come from a very solemn like 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 there's integrity. You know what I mean? Yeah, there there's 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 truth in the in his songs. There really is. And I know they sound shitty or weird because it's like island music. But just because of the vehicle you don't like, like the message inside is still there. I, I just think that he was someone that kind of kind of lived his life like he, he wrote lived his songs, exactly right? Exactly the way he wanted to yeah, live. I respect like, that. He so just lived his life and he wrote his songs. Bro, and, quit everything, moved out to the Caribbean. He actually he owned a seaplane. He yeah. wrote a book. He wrote albums. Like he lived that life. That was his so, life. Yeah, he's. I, I don't know. I just. I, I I hope that I get an opportunity to live. Oh yeah, ASMR. Oh, God, not Cheetos. I hope I get an opportunity. God, get that out of here. <laughs> I hope. I do hope that I get an opportunity to, to live life like that for a minute. You know what I Ladies mean? Ladies and gentlemen, like, I sincerely want to say fuck your ears. Yeah. 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 So I'm just kidding. I love your ears. We're past the pregame. I peed. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Usually I say I got to pee when I go into the pregame. So. Let's talk about... What do you want to talk about? Aliens. How much we... We celebrate the wrong people. I mean, how much money? Who's that fucking Jalen Hurts? Did you hear how much his contract is worth? No, uh -uh. fifty million fucking dollars. Fifty million dollars to to, and and you know what? I I am going to minimize it because he's throwing a fucking ball. Yeah, he's playing a game that children and high schoolers play. Yeah, and we're paying him. Fucking disgusting money. Sure. That's because there's organizations that put a product out that people buy. No, no, no. I, I understand the concept. I, and I, I get he it. Plays I just think that, that children's game at an extremely high level. The only reason it works is because people need to escape their shitty lives so now, badly 
that they will buy the merch, they'll buy the tickets, they'll go to every fucking game for just for that three hours. Yeah, there's that a they don't have to be like who that. they are. Yeah. They are they are a Jets fan, or they are the Packers fan, or or they like watching the Bears lose. Or oh, God. <laughs> God damn it! I knew it was coming. You son of a bitch! You know, it's, but but that's what I'm saying. Like like because we. I think deep down we understand that we live such shitty fucking existences based on the things that we do to ourselves, the constraints we put on ourselves, money for one, you got to have it. You have to have it. Everything in this world requires you to have money, Mm -hmm. which means that you then have to go sell your service to a company and work for them. So they don't have to. Right. And then they pay you for your time, which is then spent on your living expenses, your fucking gas. You know, we, we've driven ourselves into this form. You know what? And this, is a, this, this word gets tossed around real lightly. It's a form of slavery. Sure. Because we can't, there's, we can't escape well, it. There's no way around it. There's no other viable way to live in today's society. So we, I think we all just feel so shitty about ourselves that we have to escape into something, mm-hmm. whether it's a video game or, you know, I have a friend of mine whose wife reads like 70,000 fucking books a year. You know, um, that's a lot of books. Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, probably exaggerating, but I don't know that I actually year? am. Um, isn't there like 25,000? <laughs> but, you know, but, but then we, we, we get these things, you know, Wasn't like, there a like, whole like musical about how many minutes were in a year. Don't, dude, don't. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to stop it. Now it's in my head. I fucking hate that musical so goddamn much. Actually, I think it's really good. I always love I, like I always love the Team America spoof. Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. <laughs> AIDS. AIDS, 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 AIDS. It's I love I love, I love Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that we value our escapism and our our entertainment so much. That we're willing to literally sink thousands of dollars. Th- think how much. Think, of, and I know it's like it's not the one percent, or it's not the the the, ma- the majority of fucking people that are buying them. But but th- think how many. Think how much box seats at a at, at the uh, Super Bowl cost. I, I could probably I, look I it up. I would. I would guess that a box 60, seat thousand at least sixty, yeah. maybe even a hundred. Maybe. I bet. I bet you it's like double what we think it is. Probably. Probably yeah. even triple. At least triple. But there's somebody that'll pay it. Well, because they're always full. Yeah. You know, and 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 that but that's the things that matter. The things that should be celebrated are then looked at as menial jobs. And maybe it's because I am a truck driver. But literally without trucks on the road. Nothing happens. Yeah. Everything's local. If you don't have a local guy making that furniture that you want, you're waiting for weeks for someone to hook up a wagon and drag it to you. Mm-hmm. You take away trucks, that connection between all these cities and all that produce and all that commerce fucking stops. No doubt. No doubt. That's Yet we're all, and I've gotten this for 23 fucking years, mm-hmm. when I walk into a place, I have literally had people spell shit out for me like I'm fucking dumb. Like I'm some stupid idiot who's only a truck driver because I couldn't do anything else. No, no, I, I had a lady. She was actually surprised that I knew like words that had more than three fucking syllables. That's idiotic. No, it idiots. is. No, it is. For and sure. I'm not. And I'm definitely not saying everybody's like that. But there are people that are like that. It's crazy. And then you throw in the fact that sometimes now more than like right now for some reason even heavier 
but you throw in a southern drawl on top of a truck driver, and I'm borderline fucking retarded in people's minds. Because you sound slow, and then you're always oh, a truck driver. Oh, fuck. Already, he can't be smart. Always from the south. Clearly, that back hick doesn't know shit about nothing. I think that's just. Nor- of course, I did just use a double a negative. That's northern states kind of thing. I did just use a double negative. Well, yeah, because everyone yeah. down there sounds the same. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just. A nor- I mean, that's just. But up it's here up it's north. it's like a bunch of Yankees up here, you know. God, I got called that for like two fucking years. When I moved down. <laughs> it's hard to get rid of the Yankees. But it's like it's like we 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 take these jobs that actually mean something that actually accomplish. Well, something because what what does the super bowl accomplish nothing i mean it's just it drives up it drives up revenue mil- from millions, the city that it's in it's millions of people's escape for three hours no that's all i, I know yeah. that, but that's what i'm saying it provides nothing yeah nothing tangible you watch a football game all you've done is lost three hours now maybe they were you enjoyed it but all you've done is lost three hours right because there is nothing to show for it especially if you're a bears fan i'm just gonna hit them all day Hey, maybe it's their year. Maybe it's their year. Maybe it's, I got told. I got told that the Packers are going to finish in in the bottom of the NFC North. So, nah, they they don't really know what's going to happen. No, the I know NFC they North. don't. That's why I bet twenty bucks that they wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. What I'm trying to get at is we we throw money at people who make us forget who we are: actors, politicians, porn stars. Well, actually, they don't get as much as you think they do. I mean. We might have to take a break for a second, huh? Yeah, uh, there there might be a couple of... Uh, Nick's actually pretty good with editing the breaks. Like, you can't really tell they happen, but um, I haven't fed my child yet. <laughs> I really need... That's what happens when we start talking. Because we were ta- we were just kind of chatting about but bullshit. Real quick, before, before we stop it, I, I, I want to get this whole thought out. We throw money at the things that mean nothing because we hate what we have to do so fucking much that we need... To escape into something else, whether you be a baseball fan, a basketball fan. And, and I, I love how in America it's sports like we're so fucking competitive in everything. Yeah. That we're even sports competitive thing, in what right? we watch. Yeah. Yeah. That we're not even actually taking part. Well, that's the only in. reason we watch the Olympics is to watch us kick everybody, kick everybody else's, else's ass. ass. Yeah. Fuck yeah. For sure. Nobody's interested in anybody winning the yeah. or doing a triple South cow. Like, yeah. no, they just want to see America whoop Russia's ass on the ice yep. Yep. in that's, all forms. Especially you know, hockey. so it's sports and it's racing and it's all, all anything that scratches the competitive and, and itch. I, I think part of it. I think part of it is that I also think part of it is the fact that as a people, I feel like I read this. So I think it was Russell Brand that actually said it, that, that we're a people that, that believe we are of the divine. Mm. So we always reach for something that is not us. Sure. Something that we, and we all worship. I mean, what's more, what's more worthy of worship than, than a perfect athletic body? Mm. Somebody who can do something that you've only dreamed of being able to do. And you get to watch that person do it on that screen for, what, what is it, 17 weeks? Yeah, I mean, weeks? you're just living vicariously yeah. through that person. But I, 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 sure. I, sometimes I think that's part of it, you know? The, just the fact that they are the perfect human the specimen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's what we want to be. Because I think that's what we really yeah. look at. Like even with the books that we read, like we want to be that author. It's it's, it's we want to be the guy that wrote this. Like like have you ever tried to sit down and, and try to write something? Mm, it's very it's difficult. Fucking hard. Very very fucking difficult. Yes, it's yeah. You know, but then and and I'm not Anyone trying to say Stephen a legit, King. Legit I'm, author is. I'm not saying Stephen King yeah. is a literary fucking giant, but he has written so many fucking books. 
Yeah. And I I do enjoy quite a few of them. I think some of them, you know, as a critic, I mean, obviously, you know, I always going to hit a home run every fucking time. Well, I mean, nobody's perfect. But, the, but and I'm not trying to turn this into a Stephen King <laughs> conversation because that could review. be one. This is like fucking middle school. Oh, my school. God. Is We're that going to be review. a segment? Yeah. Should we do book reviews? No, dun, Nick. Dun, 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 dun. It's book review Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but it pisses me off when I see uh. teachers having to buy school supplies for their school because they don't have enough. It, it pisses me off when I see people who work in restaurants that don't even get paid a fucking real wage. And I'm not pushing for a minimum wage. I'm just pushing for a wage. A wage. I don't know if you've ever talked to most of these servers. The way that the rules are set up, if you're offered tips, then they don't have to pay you a minimum wage. Correct. So sometimes you'll have servers that are working for like $2.75 an hour is their only guaranteed pay. And they live for those tips. I hate that we live in a society that tips when so many other countries around this world have figured out that that's, if you don't Weren't you saying that. like in Japan that's like oh they they they, they, they it's, it's, it's it's like it it's I, I don't they I don't want to sound like dishonor on you dishonor <laughs> on your family dishonor on your cow like she's judo chopping everyone I'm not that saying that but it, it's yeah. almost like an honor thing like they don't they almost feel like their service should be enough yeah you know and in most countries in Europe like they're actually paid an actual wage so they don't have to survive on tips mm-hmm. and then everybody's worried about well the, you have to pass that to the food let me tell you something in a restaurant some of the highest fucking up up markups on all a restaurant has to do is take down some of the markup you know or, or what they don't have to raise the prices they can eat into that markup a little bit you know what i'm saying because that's what everybody's like well if they start paying these servers more money then then they're gonna have to pass that on to, to the to the customer Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying every restaurant is successful. Obviously, that's, a mom and pop store so, yeah, is not going to be mean, able to do that. Yeah, but that's the but thing. you know some of these some of these chain places that are are nationwide. You can fucking eat into that a little bit to to be able to to not only pay your people the way they should be paid, give them the fucking benefits that they should be getting from you, and still have your customers not being driven off because you've jacked the prices through the fucking roof. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Those all those places have such high overhead. I talked to a guy that owned a bar in in, in one because at one time. I had actually discussed opening a, a bar and grill. I've done enough of these food deliveries. I've seen enough of the behind the scenes, talked to enough people that I had a, a I thought I had a, at least a tenuous grasp on how to start. And I talked to a guy and he said, um, I, no, don't. Because people suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. It's incredibly but, hard to make a, a bar and grill take off when you first start one. You know, I, I hate to sound cliche, but it really is about where you put it. Of course it is. Yeah. You, you got to be in don't the spot. Put it, you don't want to put it too far in the back because then they don't like it. Oh, jeez. No, um, ah. you know, you always hear that looking. Bum, bum, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you always hear the location, location, location. Like it really is. Like I wouldn't put a bar in Cedar Rapids, a bar and grill. I would not put it in Cedar Rapids. Don't think so? No, it's too many. Is there already too many of that? Sure. I find a place like Janesville. You know, since that, since that, what, oh, fuck, what was that fucking place called? You know, the problem with places like Janesville, because Janesville is a really small community. No, I was just throwing it out there. up once. No, absolutely. It's over. But right? honestly, not, not always. If you find one of these nice small communities, people are actually kind of forgiving. Like, just be like, you know, whatever. Because what else are they going to do? If they want to get out of the house, or are you going to drive all the way to fucking Waverly? Yeah. You're going to drive. There's a place right here in town. Yeah. As long as you, as long as you, as long as you, you know. I like how this has turned from fucking <laughs> economics 101 to, to now, now we're talking about yeah. how to open a restaurant. In Jane's <laughs> Speaking of restaurants, 
Get him going? Do we need to take a break or not? Yeah, real quick. Okay. You guys won't even know what happened. Yep. Grab back. And See, we're back. look, you didn't even know we were going. Didn't even know. I could have peed for 20 minutes. It's actually been three days, and I have no idea where we left <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we shouldn't have done this, Nick. Uh, well, you know, that's what we do. I need another drink here in a minute. Hey, so... Not to change subject completely. No, let's do it because I completely forgot what we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about minimum wage, or not minimum. That, real quick before you go into that, I want everybody to know I'm not pushing for a minimum wage. I think wage should be dictated by the market. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really like the fact of a minimum wage because it like gives it gives you a no-aim baseline. Well, I think if you put a bottom to it, then... I mean, that makes sense. Like, no lower. I get that. I... I just think the market should dictate what the wage is. And I think the market would do a better job of dictating it if there wasn't a minimum wage, honestly. No, that's what I'm saying. If, yeah. if the market was dictating, then there would be of no course, minimum wage. It, it probably would work better if we weren't in Zero such a... Zero regulations, maybe? Mm, if we weren't in such a crony capitalist type of capitalism right now. Um, you know, I've never understood that fucking... What, I, don't, I, don't crony know, I don't know what crony capitalism it's, is. It's where um, the government is large enough that it can give advantages to certain companies who are cronies with the politicians. Oh, so like, so like even saying, let's say that um, somebody gets elected in office and has like next to no money, but then all of a sudden they They're make rich. some very, very, very weird, solid moves on the on the uh, stock market and make a shit ton of money. Because they know somebody like like that kind of thing, like that where they're all thing, kind yeah. of in each other's yeah. pockets. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. That was that was a hypothetical. Obviously, Nancy Pelosi. That was clearly. <laughs> not... You know what's really bad about that list is there's just many Republicans as there are Democrats. Oh I'm, on no, that I know, list. So I know. It's terrible. That's why I don't understand. Yeah. Dude, that's you know what. That's what we're gonna talk about because <laughs> I want to talk about it aliens blows, eventually. But you know. it blows my fucking mind. Yeah. That people today. With the access to everything that they have, still buy into this bullshit, and they will argue with you. Yeah, the talking points that they fucking heard the day before, without knowing anything about what they're fucking talking about. But this is like this the CNN said, bro, you already lost the fucking argument. Yeah, I heard on Fox News. Nope, you're done. I'm not gonna listen to you then. Nothing. Either. Nothing. Nothing. Nah. You know, the, and, and, and everybody's just like, I fucking don't understand it, dude. It pisses me off well, that this is still a fucking thing, that we haven't been able to pull the veil back and be like, hey, look, they're all fucking assholes. I feel like enough people opened their eyes during the COVID mandates. I, God, I hope so, at least. Not enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do feel like there there was a large percentage that opened their eyes during the COVID mandates. Ones that jumped right onto the vaccine and, and did the right, the, the and I'm using air quotes here, the right thing, right? The thing that was... Oh, the thing that made them feel more self-righteous. Well, it was the thing that was pushed. Well, no, not necessarily. It was the thing that was pushed by the leadership. So they feel like they had to take that and and run with that. There's there's a percentage of the population that just wants to do what they think is the right, the the most right thing that they possibly can. Is the people that buy into these fucking things and then they're so sanctimonious. 
Well, yeah, there's definitely people of, like that. That's because, not the people I'm talking no, about, though. No, you have to do I fucking don't. Whenever somebody tells me I have to do something, guess what I'm absolutely not well, going to fucking do? I've known you for long enough to know that you'll do the exact opposite most of the time. Just so, to, while looking him in the eye, just to spite him, like, absolutely, yeah. I'm not going to do. But that's. Ugh. But I'm, I'm just talking about the people that were trying to do the most right oh, thing that they possibly bourbon. could with the. Uh, yeah, bourbon's so delicious. Much. Um, And I'm not having that. I'm still no, just drinking no. beers. So. Um, not this one. <sighs> no, no. I just, I really do think that there are just people out there who are trying to do the right thing, the most right thing they could, and they went along with it. And now this time around, I think that they've, they've, you know, gotten to a point to where they're not just going to go along with it. Am I making you all thirsty? That's uh, which kind of Coke? Cherry sugar, zero sugar. So I'm diabetic. Mm-hmm. So I. I don't know if you've noticed, Nick, but I have lost a little bit of weight this year. Yeah, a little bit. Um, like because what, 60, my body, my body retains sugar. I am insulin tolerant, Ooh. meaning that I produce insulin. It just doesn't really do shit in my body. Nah. So sugar just stacks. Um, and in January, when I found out about all this, I stopped. I st- like the food that still has sugar still has sugar. But I don't go out of my way to add sugar into my day. Right. So I don't drink sugar sodas. I don't I don't even remember the last time I had a candy bar. I just don't. And like 30 pounds was off in like a month. Nice. Just from burning through the sugar that was already in my fucking body. Yeah. Plus you have you know fairly physical job too, right? But, well, as any weightlifter will tell you, when you do the same thing for so long, you plateau. Yeah. And it wasn't. I was getting no health benefits out of my job except sure. for the fact that it kept me moving. So it did keep my heart rate good. Like I have, I've had steady blood pressure mm-hmm. for years. In fact, my blood pressure was just checked the other day at 48 overweight, sleep apnea, old smoker. My blood pressure was a 110 over 62. Nice. Good job. Fist bump. Bro, marathon runners have that kind of fucking blood pressure. Look at you go. You could be a marathon runner. Right. Instead, I'm just going to sit my ass on my couch. <laughs> Dude, I'm up, I'm up to about six miles a week now. Like, like I, I run yeah. about, I try to run two miles mm-hmm. every other day, which yeah. is only three miles less than I was running the Marine Corps during the week. Mm-hmm. It was three miles every That's other like day. Six miles less than I run <laughs> in a week. <laughs> in fact, it might be seven miles less actually, <laughs> or more, That's but seven miles more than I run. Yeah. The part of me that, 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 not the part of me, the part that I fucking hate the most about this bullshit when it comes to these parties is that is what I was just saying, how some of these people get so fucking self-righteous and sanctimonious. And it's like, well, this is what this is what you have to do. And I just want to throttle them and be like, like what at what age did you lose your your passion for well, life? What age did you decide that you're just going to do what everyone else that thinks like you decides they want to do? Yeah, I I. I don't think the majority of people want to think for their for themselves. No, I think they just want why? To go why would along. you do that when somebody else could do all that shit for you? They just want. No, to, I just want to watch my football games and eat my fucking Twinkies just, and and watch TV and not do shit. They just want to go along with whatever's popular because they want to be popular. That's, uh, that's I mean, what it comes down to, you know. I, and I it depends everyone, on who everyone side always you wants want to be, be popular with. Everyone always wants to be in what they think the in crowd is. Yeah, but there's two in crowds well, on opposite poles, right? Like when it comes politically speaking, I yeah, well, probably I don't, three. Because I don't I think figure we're kind of I don't in think that us. Well, but as an independent, I don't think I don't think that is a fucking. I always you know, wonder that. Not, like, are we really independent, group. or are we just like the group that gets along with 
everybody, you know? Except except other libertarians. Yeah, except other people (laughs) like us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Libertarians are notorious for (laughs) never being able to agree on anything because we all have our very own definitions of what freedom actually is. But that's the bottom line is what it is. It's freedom. Yeah. And it's like I've said before, like, I don't I love the fact that we have solidified parties because our our party can't be a solidified country. Our party's identification is the individual. Yeah. Like, it's not that it's the group think it's it's what the individual wants is what our party wants. That's why while every Republican or every Democrat may be able to come together and pick out one president, the best the, the best libertarians can do is give you five. <laughs> and one of them probably has a boot on his head. Probably. And you hate that guy. <laughs> you know, it's not that I hate him. He's actually really smart. He's actually, so. he's actually extremely smart. That's because why I always thought thing, it would be hilarious because the they would allow thing, the guy with the boot on the stage just to try to embarrass him. And then he would end up embarrassing but the whole, somebody The whole else. thing is that he's trying to show everyone how much of a spoof. The whole electoral process of is. Of course. Yeah. That's, that's the, thing. W- that's the yeah. thing with the boot. That's the thing with the name. That's the thing with the ties. He's a serious candidate, but he's also running in a clown show and he's trying to show you that it's a clown show. But the thing is, libertarians are the only ones that are getting the fucking joke. <laughs> Everybody else just sees a fucking crazy man running around with a goddamn galosh on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the. the I don't know. I love we'll that never, dude. I just love that dude. I do. We'll never be able to get away from it because once they got down to two parties, they realized that they could literally control everything well, sure. that they need you to do. Yeah, that's right. Because it's good versus evil, man. It always it's the, is. It's, it's the it's old, white versus black, yeah. good versus evil. It's, if you're it's the gray old story at all, that's been told for millennia. If you're gray at all, then evil. you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. How that's, dare you? You ever look at history? It's always good versus evil in history. Yeah. There's no shades of gray. But, this, this is what I love. Not in the main line. We history. talk about how America is the f- country of freedom, right? America is the best fucking country. Yet we can't even have a third party in, in our elect, in our process. Uh, Australia, don't the, don't I'm pretty British, sure Australia has 13 Don't the British parties. even have like five, four or five, four or five uh, active parties? The working party, the, the Tory British. party, the fucking Did, parliamentary. Uh, listen, didn't we like secede from those motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah, we fought a war. <laughs> You know, they've got five parties. They're but, more free than we are now. But, no, how about, how about they're, this? They're not. <laughs> well, th- I mean, if we think about it, like the queen, like the royal the royal family doesn't, there's a figurehead anymore. Like, I don't know why they keep supplying them with money, but, which they do. Yeah. But, no, but th- think about it. Wasn't it Denmark this year that uh, got tired of the bipolar bipartisanship in their, in their so the, the farmers were getting fucked Right. By both sides of the aisle. So yep. what did the farmers do? They got together. They formed their own political fucking party, entered someone into the race, and won. Yeah. That's fucking freedom. By a landslide, too. It That's wasn't even close. That's fucking yeah. freedom. Yeah. And, and America, we, we, we've become so fucking fat and desensitized and stupid. Hold on a second. I mean. How dare you? Right, I know. <laughs> I have hey. lost 60 pounds. Well, I wasn't talking about you. But I am fat. So, but but I'm saying like we're honestly like look at the statistics we're the fattest fucking country in the world. It's it, we're just big boned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not fucking fat. You're fucking fat. Look, my mom said I'm not fat. I'm big boned. <laughs> my mom said I have big boned. So <laughs> shut up, Eric. Where are we? So um, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So um, no, but but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like we've forgotten how to be free. We, well, we've domesticated ourselves. We were once wild 
untamable fucking frontiersmen and explorers. And now we're just, oh, the government needs me to take, do you need me to shoot drugs right into my eyeballs? Absolutely. Let me go do that. It's exactly the same thing that we opened the show with. Do you know how much we're paying taxes? Do you know what our going fucking rate? Half. By the end of it. uh, it's It's way more than half. I, I know. It's so I'm just, much more than half. Do, do you know what it was when Reagan took over? No. 22. 22%, 22%. is what we paid in taxes to the federal government in 1979. Okay. It's, it's doubled. At least. Yeah. And we just... And you know what they're paying on? I love how everybody thinks that, that your tax money pays roads. No, it doesn't. You know where your tax money goes to, people? The fucking interest on the debt... That we owe. All income tax collected is paid towards the debt, the national debt. None of our money goes to any government fucking agency. None of our money is ever touched by any fucking politician. It doesn't go to the roads. It doesn't go to the parks. It goes to pay down the fucking interest on the national debt. It's the first place it goes. It's the only fucking place it goes because we don't pay enough every year to wipe it out. Otherwise, we would have no national debt. Yeah. We, I mean, we're always going to pay the interest. On they our, earmark on they earmark a budget that is still fucking provided to them. Yes. But our, our tax money, our income tax money does not go to the government. That comes from like state taxes. That comes from like fucking. So let me ask you a question. Interesting question. I, I so will try to make f- up a good answer. Since the Federal Reserve has just been printing money. <sighs> I hate that we call it the Federal fucking Reserve because there is nothing federal it's, about it whatsoever. So since it is the a central bank. bank, since the central bank continues to just print money, do does that mean we owe the central bank? Yes. So yes, it does. In fact, I, I heard I heard a thing. Interest to the central bank that prints our money. I heard a thing. I would always love to check out, and maybe I will like do an expose for for the podcast. But I have heard that your social security number is your account number at the Federal Reserve. The central bank. And when you pay in your taxes, you're paying your part of the debt. It comes that's why your your taxes are attached to your social security number. Hmm. That's how they know how much debt you owe and how much you have to pay in every year. Excellent. And I have heard that you are actually worth a certain amount of money in that bank account. Like if you looked it up, there is you're you're an asset in a bank. We are all and I know we sound crazy right now. I know, but this is literally true. This isn't something I made up. This isn't something I'm just saying to be inflammatory. This is absolutely true information. The The Federal Reserve is a bank. And it is a bank that, that everyone, every country in the world owes money to. You know, I know when Dylan was here, we talked about banks. There, banks historically have funded both sides, the same bank of most wars. Absolutely. Because what better way to keep people not paying attention to what's actually going on to them than having them well, fight each other? Banks don't care about think wars. Of, think about think about glad you know all the, all the gladiators like like it, it all comes down to dude it all comes down to entertainment it all comes down to sleight of hand it all comes down to don't pay attention to what's going on behind the fucking curtain. My, oh my god, we are just a political fucking talk show, aren't we? we? Are. Fuck! Yeah, we are pretty much. I mean, not always. Political, no, I know. I, I don't. I know I'm not trying to be like that's banks not what's going on. Banks don't care about was. wars, though. They don't. No. 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 They don't care about it's, it's it's I mean they care enough that they're gonna make the interest on those loans. Everyone's like no one knows no one's trying to no you as a person, no, no one's trying to control your life. But as a country. That's not true. As a people that no, hold on. No people are trying to control your life. Well they do it through I the mean, pop- yeah. the propaganda that's given to us 
Oh, dude, don't say propaganda. You've already lost propaganda. like 15 fucking propaganda. belief points. Like people, Every time you say it, people are like, okay, these guys are fucking stupid. Well, I mean... I mean, if it's they haven't just, got if they haven't propaganda. gotten there, if they haven't gotten there so far that these guys are fucking stupid, <laughs> then I'm not exactly sure what we can do to get people there. But there's there's a certain level of propaganda that's broadcast on social media. Bro, there's a propaganda the, office the main, in the United States government. Yeah, absolutely. The mainstream it's been there for media, years. all most of the media actually. In fact, in fact, I would even say most of the. I'm using my air quotes again. Independent pundits hmm. are under some sort of control. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I mean, it's it's been proven. All, it's been proven that that. Think about this, like like I have I have, I have reservations about RFK because I wonder why he got so popular so quick. Like he went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and all of a sudden he's blown up and, and been yeah. everything. So that well, gives me a again, touch so of reservation. Did, so did Jordan Peterson. But that gives me a touch of reservation to say, you know, because I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that Joe Rogan's not part of the political pundit machine in case anybody's wondering we absolutely are your overlords <laughs> no we for sure what we yeah. say yeah yeah think how we think no i'm not entirely sure not entirely but joe rogan does get to talk about things that nobody else gets to talk about so which is nice but this is this is a theory that i had a while back if you and i i think back because i was alive before it wasn't c-span was the first 24-hour News network yeah. was it C-SPAN. Was it C? Yeah, I think it was. I think C-SPAN, it was yeah. C-SPAN, mm-hmm. or C- it wasn't CNN. It had to be. I think CNN was the next one because that's a Turner Broadcasting, same Correct. as TBS. So I think yeah. he came out after yeah. C-SPAN. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, C-SPAN was actually news before it was just a camera on the fucking House Senate floor. Um, but I remember the news before that. There was no twenty-four hour news. People no. tuned in at six, six and ten at noon, at ten. Yeah, you know. The noon news is usually pretty light, but we had like first, first six in the o'clock, morning, six, six, in the morning, six right? is where you got your, your weather information for the day, noon. sports that you might have missed. Yep. Noon was usually good. Feel good stories. There's you know, usually five or six o'clock p.m. Yep. And then 5 p.m. is your pre news. Yep. 7 p.m. Or, or yeah, yeah, that's like your evening news. And then at night. At night is when they would drop the bombs on you, like yeah. film at 11. You know, that's when they would get to heavy stuff because the kids were in bed. Right. They could, they could get to the heavier. But that was all delivered. With zero bias. Correct. It was just well, factual stating. Now, there were editorials. There was definitely bias from channel to channel, but they tried well, to no, do the no, news No, not, right. not then. Not then. What yeah. I'm saying is before then, when they didn't have to be biased because they were the only news source. You had three news sources to choose from. Three local channels. Everyone had them. NBC, CBS, ABC. Right. They didn't have to spin it. They didn't have to get crazy with it because you were going to fucking watch one of them. Yeah, one of them. If not... Two. Now, usually their TV shows, their lineup is what brought people in, and then you would try to snag them with a headline. Yes, but 24-hour news is what fucked us. Yeah, for sure. Because news does not fucking happen 24 hours a day. Yeah. Well, that and Vines. So Vines really once, fucked us up, too, once because, C-Span, you know, those 15-second videos, man. <laughs> once C-SPAN, C-SPAN was fine on its own yeah. because there was no other game in town. So, the, again, they did not have to spin it. They didn't have to get sensational. They but then CNN comes along. Well, fuck, now I'm losing ratings. Now I'm losing viewers. So now, okay, so now I need Well, you, you know that was the reason need... behind the COVID death counts well, on the CNN. Yeah, obviously. When what, that was what I'm saying on. is that what I'm saying is that's where that's where it turned. That's where it's like, how are we gonna get these people to watch us twenty four fucking hours a day? Well, yeah. How do we get this news channel 
to be broadcasting. Well, I remember when so, CNN so first then came all of a sudden, out. You didn't watch CNN all day. You then, watched CNN for an hour, and then you went and did the no, shit but that you wanted to do. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, it, but, but they still ran all day. That's yeah. Whether but, you watched them or not. So then it's like that. That's when the, that's when sensationalized yeah. headlines. Are. Newspapers have always run sensationalized uh, headlines. Yeah, that's just how newspapers work. But not the news. Not on TV. It was just this is the story. They had a copy in front of them. It's like this is this is. This is what we're reading. Yeah. And we'll 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 tell you more as we get more, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You need to go get that? All right. I took it out. Right back. And we're back. That was a quick break. Bye, Kirkland. Did Alabama win? Yeah. Sorry if we don't know where we took left off there. We kind of cut that like <laughs> Yeah. There's a pizza to, in the uh, oven. We were trying not to burn it. Trying not to uh, starve the <laughs> child I have in the house right now. <laughs> Did you see that they had Jeremy Corbell on? on uh, I was just shit talking Rogan, and I'm like, "Hey, did you see they had Jeremy Corbell?" I on don't Rogan? listen to Rogan. I do. I, Not. I don't have anything yeah. against him. I just don't think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, right now, I don't know how self-serving this is, but the only podcast I listen to is ours. Is this one? I nice. just want to hear what I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like, okay, okay, okay. So we started off strong, but how did we end? That's yeah. what I really want to know. Yeah. How, how how fucked up did we get along the way, <laughs> and how did we end? I love a couple people <laughs> like. Bro, like, that was really rough to listen to. I'm like, ah, well, no one's making you fucking listen. Listen. Listen all the time. Get all your friends. We, we're tell not, them all. We're not going to make anybody listen. Um, mm. We are going to try to oh, be Oh, I sure though. will try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know Jeremy Corbell's a UFO guy, right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, you finally been, taking I've this I've been trying out. to take it. you finally I've taking been, it? All right, I've been let's fucking. About it. I've been talking about it all fucking, night This, this is going to be a wacky episode. Yeah. We have gone everywhere. Yeah. From internal to about as far external as we yeah. can fucking get. So, I, I mean, we've talked about aliens a few times on the show, right? I, let, me, let me ask so, you. I, I think the question that I want to ask, and I want to hear what your, your answer is going to be. Are you going to ask me if I believe in aliens? Well, I don't care if you believe them or not. But if, if there are aliens, why mm-hmm. do you think they're here? I don't think they're here. Well, if there were, why do you think they would be here? Let's just, just okay. So hit actually, I, re- I read this. Bit. I read this book, um, Arthur C. Clarke, two thousand one, and in that book, us existing is not an accident. Sure, we've been tampered with, tested even, mm. um, in our in, just in the brain. At first, boost the brain a little bit. Make different choices. Evolution splits. Mm-hmm. We don't live in the caves. We live in trees. Move to the ground. Shit like that. So if if there was, I, I've often wondered that because there there is a gap. Although now I read something that they think uh, there was something that happened that killed ninety eight percent of the humanoids. That oh god, I saw because there were like seven yeah. seven different was, types of Homo yeah, sapiens. There was some sort of event. It, because there's always been a gap. There's always there was always a hole yeah. where there was just it went from a very specific level of evolution to like Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon. Like, well, like they a thought very, it got down to uh, like 150,000 people breeding. They called them breeding people. Yeah. 150,000. But so parental so parental age. My always my thought had always been that there was this huge boon in evolutionary jumps for our specific primate branch. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that that way because that's what's weird. We existed alongside other primate branches that did not experience that yeah. same kind of boom. Yeah. And I know it doesn't happen for every species, but to only have one branch 
make any kind of like massive, massive advance. Yeah. So I have always thought that it does seem just as plausible as anything else that we had been tampered with. So I guess if I were to answer your question, it would be because they are the shepherds of what we are. Mm. What you, so they're just checking on the, you know, what kind of guiding, you think? guiding. I think, you know, okay, here you go. Let's, let's get really stupid. Yeah. So there's, there's a, there's a theory that once a civilization gets to a certain level, it never, it rarely passes. Like one out of a thousand will pass this one step. Usually the society will just crumble and destroy itself. Or, or, you know, it's about the time. It's happens. about the time when, mm-hmm. when you would get to the capability of splitting the atom, that much power should never belong to any government to any, or to any one yeah. person. That that's an, that's an, that, that is, that's a good point. That because... is an extreme amount of power. Yeah. You're talking the, the explosion that caused in Hiroshima was off of less than a teaspoon of material. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Well, the bombs they have now are orders of magnitude. Oh, more way powerful. Better. That was yeah. only a 50 megaton. That, I mean, yeah. we're talking tons of megatons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, and if you notice, almost all of the going theory is that when you see these UFOs, most of them have been around silos. Yeah. Other places where nuclear weapons are. Well, there's been many reports of nuclear weapons being disarmed. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's almost as though. Let's say a civilization had seen a lot of this happening where, where civilizations crumble because of nuclear power, mm-hmm. and now they're here. Mm-hmm. Because where are we at? We're at nuclear power. Mm-hmm. And we actually have people who claim that they're willing to use that nuclear power against the creatures that exist on the same fucking planet as they yeah. do. Yeah. So it's almost like maybe they're trying to usher us through this very crucial step to where we don't fucking destroy ourselves. And we actually are able to advance to a more stellar, interstellar I mean, interesting type of th- species. I have an interesting thought about all of this. I just came up with it. That none of it fucking matters because nothing so, is real? The um, That was me high-fiving myself. Nice. That was fucking amazing. Home run again. Ha! That's all I do. I hit dingers. So what if we are creating an AI? Okay. Something catastrophic happens to us, the biologicals on this planet. AI mm-hmm. continues on after us. Except that it wouldn't. I mean, no, because uh, not we're, not from today's world. No, because like, I'm AI, talking like the a, AI that everyone an evolutionized about, AI. Uh, now, even say a hundred years into granted, the granted, the minds that are thinking now are the minds that are thinking now. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, the AI that everyone envisions, Skynet or well, you know, but no, no I don't I'm, think that's going to be a thing. I'm being legitimate. Yeah. People think of that as a thing or the matrix, you know, or, or even, even a fucking droid that could walk around of its own volition and use the word I and, yeah. and me and have thoughts or whatever that will never exist. It can't because they simply cannot make enough connections for that to happen. You have, trillions well, I mean, of neuron connections in your brain. Well, and there's even some trillions. things that are happening up there that they don't really understand yet. And but, they think that it really goes into more of a quantum computing. But type that's of what scenario. I'm getting at. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. It, it's not even quantum computing. It just exists on a quantum level. Yeah. Quantum computing is just, it's still ones and zeros. It's just a lot more ones and stars and different planes of existence at the same fucking time. It's still a computation. It's still a process. But what they're saying is, is that there's, even with the size of processors the way we have them right now, you cannot make that many I, fucking I, interneural I that, connections that a brain that it, would ever, an artificial brain would ever be able to really 
think autonomously on I, its own. I don't disagree with you. I don't think that in today's world, that's a possibility. But I don't think it's ever going to be a possibility well, I, because we can't get smaller. You, you, okay. So I mean, we're gonna we're gonna leapfrog no, the transistor just, pretty soon. Just because you can fuck with quantum doesn't mean you can build with quantum. Well, I mean, that's, obviously, we can fuck with quantum shit. We've been doing it for a while at the hadron, at the large hadron collider, slamming yeah. protons into each other at the you know fraction of the speed of light. We we fuck with quanta, but the thing is, is like you you can't build. You can't build a processor out of quantum fucking particles. So we'll never be able to get small enough to have trillions of fucking connections. Well, you know the, what I'm saying? The problem, the problem with transistors is that there's either an on or off state. Well, it's a in solid a, state. In a quantum it, it, state, there's what, not six? That, there's six qu- possibilities for every operation in a quantum well, state? I mean, no, you got on, off, in, out, up, down. All and neither. All, neither... Okay, this is us not being smart. But <laughs> Excuse me, I have blood draining saying, out of my ears. I'm just saying that there's a lot more possibilities in that. If if they ever do get a way to have some sort of reliable quantum computing. I mean, again, like I because said. Because that's the real problem with quantum computing is that it's not very reliable yet. Right? Like, you're not exactly sure that the outputs you, from quantum computing are going to be. If you think about it. It's probably we've already, more accurate. We've already than, proven that other dimensions exist, other other universes exist because we're tapping into we're it tapping when, we, into do it. A, yeah, when for sure. we do a quantum computation. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You're 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 fucking with something that I'm exists just, in all states at the same time. I'm just saying that say, say there was an AI that was created by the human race. I and I get what you're saying. That, I just I don't I don't like that whole concept of just just imagine. Like I can't. <laughs> Just just say it exists, but it, it can't. I, I always just think of, um, I think a lot of um, these sightings are really just more about time travelers than they are about about aliens from okay. another planet. The only problem I have with that is that I'm not saying time travel can't exist because I honestly believe that you can't break causality because you already would have. Correct. Yeah. So everybody's like, every, 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 everyone's like, yeah. well, you can't go back because what if you kill your own grandfather? But you can't because you didn't. Correct. And if you did, and it you never be will, your grandfather, because you've already experienced yeah. that time and point in life. So it's well, a then that, that's the other, that's the other argument that there is no such thing as trying time travel. You would you would be jumping into a completely separate universe yeah. where you could kill your grandfather, sure. but then you wouldn't exist in that universe. Correct. So you wouldn't actually blink out. No, of course because not. Because that was not because your grandfather. Because you've already had a grandfather yeah. that that had Yeah, so your you can't change or, or the past. And, and that's the only way that you yeah. would not be able to change the past right. is because you can't go back into your what's, own what's past. What's already happened but to you has already think, happened to you. I think you can go back into your own past, but you still can't change anything because you fucking didn't. Well, yeah. Because honestly, I believe... Well, maybe. I believe that all time has already happened. Yeah. What has happened, what will happen, what is happening, it's already happened. So you can't fucking change any of it because... You never changed it. Well, any do you of think it. the causality loop is all encompassing? Well, yeah, because like. something started, and then, and then that's why I think that's why I think the way I do because all particles have a trajectory. All things started from the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. You can trace, giving its 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 direction and and fucking speed. You can trace every particle back to the beginning, yeah. even the particles that make you up. Yeah, you can trace all of it back. So we already know where it's been, and you can easily compute where it's going. Yeah. So then the question is, 
We go from aliens to free will. <laughs> well, I think that's a good segue, right? Because if the aliens are here and they're actually like just observing us, like were they part of our creation? Were they part of our evolution? Were they part of yeah, dude? I think any Jesus, of that thing. I think Jesus was a fucking was uh, uh, Mary got scooped up, got a little fucking probing done, mm. and then she was pregnant with a hybrid baby, possibly. Yeah. And when he was t- in the Bible, there were two people that were taken up bodily. And that means for people who don't, that means physically yeah. they weren't dead. I'm trying to remember who they were. Too. Elijah and Jesus. There was one other one. Nope. Elijah and Jesus. And there was one in the Old Testament. There Elijah sure was. was the one in the Old Testament. There was one before Elijah. And there was not. Noah wasn't even taken up in the, in the, no, into the heavens. It was in the original book of Genesis. Anyway, keep going. It's fine. So it's not a big deal. Elijah and Jesus were both taken up in, mm-hmm. as humans, as alive living beings, not souls, not dead. And uh, in the King James Version of the Bible, when it was being translated, the word for uh, they translated as to when Elijah was taken, that he was brought up to God, up to heaven in a fiery chariot. Mm. The only problem with that is that at the time that Elijah lived, chariots didn't exist. Sure. There were no chariots. Yeah, the I mean, word was a, the, the word uh, was a Greek word that was mistranslated. Sure, and it wasn't it even that it was translated by the. It wasn't even time, that it wasn't right? mistranslated. It was like when they translated it, it said "fiery wheel," mm. and they're like, "That doesn't make sense." Yeah, so, so they put it into it a, a context right. as a chariot, a, yeah. a conveyance that was wheeled with and on fire. What does electric light look like if you've never seen it before? A, a wheel, fiery, bright. Mm-hmm. So. It almost clearly says in the Bible that Elijah was taken up by a fucking UFO mm-hmm. into the heavens. And, you know, you, you talk about relativity. Let's say it is some species that's been fucking with us for, you know, thousands of millions of fucking years. Gently pruning one branch, mm-hmm. guiding its fucking evolution the whole way. You wouldn't. Of course, that's a God. Of course. They have technology Obviously, that's that, a fucking god. They have technology that's so Isaac far Asimov. out of reach that it would. It I would believe be it was like Isaac Asimov yeah. that said that any any technology, any any future or any any advanced technology would be as magic. Sure. To someone who didn't understand yeah. it. Well, to me, an etch a sketch is magic. Yeah. I don't forget that shit. But I don't know how to make a fucking TV. I, honestly, I don't know how speakers work. Right. I don't know how earbud speakers work. I do. They're so fucking tiny. Yeah. That to me, but to be able to make the range of sound that they make, pretty pretty incredible, blows me the fuck away. Right. That's magic yeah. to me. Yeah. All right. So, if that's the case, and they, they you know, fucking send Jesus down because they come by and they're like, oh wow, the world sucks. We should send someone down to fucking help it out a little bit. So we send this guy down because he's part of us. He understands us. And this guy's like, you know, hey, everybody should just calm the fuck down, chill out, you know, be nice to everybody. It's mm. a fucking great time. And then they fucking kill him. That's the and gospel then, of Neil right and then, there, and by then the way. God, <laughs> you know, God sends him back. Like, he's like, oh, no, 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 we're not done yet. So yeah. he fucking comes. So, yeah, we're so, not done yet. So they reanimate the dead Jesus to, to, then, to then create a church, you know. Okay, so fine. So I didn't work out great. So let's have you guys go out and start secretly converting what, or telling people my story. Which has always been about how many room, you know, there's always a room. There's like heaven's this magical, massive, big place that we're all going to go to if we want or if we're uh, love Jesus, whatever. <laughs> love that. So, so then Jesus gets picked up, right? Taken yep. up. And they just like, hey, 
there was this other civilization at this one fucking planet like 200,000 light years away. So we're going to zip over there real fucking quick, tinker around a little bit, fucking come back. To us, maybe 4,000 years have passed. To them, it's been like two fucking weeks. Jesus right. comes back down. He's like, what's up, guys? And we're like, holy shit. Weren't you just dead, bro? But like, yeah. to me, that's the best part. That's the best explanation for like what other fucking possible reason or, or thing could we ever offer to a civilization that has interstellar travel? Nothing. That has the ability to. Well, to... that was that was what's funny about this podcast with with Brogan is because they were talking about like their technology and what the you know what the government sees when they when they look at that because like supposedly there's technology that far surpasses anything that that we have. Period. Like, and there's been. Well, look at look at Roswell. Then all of a sudden, there's a boom yeah. in electronics. Yeah, a, yeah. a massive. Yeah. Some reverse engineering going on yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so oh, bro, we are losing listeners left. And right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> That's okay. I don't care. Um, I mean, I do care. I love you guys, but I mean, you guys are. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I just think it's completely fascinating, and I think that, like, if if they are, like. And I say like way too much, and it drives me. You crazy. also said supposedly, and I'm just gonna let it go. Okay. All of the <laughs> even above. though by saying it, I'm clearly not letting it go. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just think that if they are, I mean, visitors, supposedly, yeah, if they are visitors from another planet, I just think we're incredibly interesting to them, and they're just trying to figure. But that's out. why I think that's why we're interesting yeah. because this is a chance to Sherpa us. Shepherd us through that very trying so, part of, of hey, let's not let these people kill them fucking selves. Yeah, it, because we have so many backwards, backwater, well, and we I don't I, understand. What, I hate to say this because I don't want to sound like a bigot, but we have so many cu- cultures that are so savage, even in today's day and age. Yeah, you know, you know, I I hate extremists. In all shape or forms. I don't think extremism has a place anywhere. Nothing should ever be taken to that fucking degree that it overtakes every, not only everything in your life, but everything in everybody else's life around you. So religious extremism, to me, is the worst fucking thing possible because it not only keeps you in check, but you're keeping a whole fucking society in hostage. Okay. And... These people are they're, they're, they're just they, they control things and they they, they 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 I was going fucking somewhere. I had, I had a whole fucking thing <laughs> because of what you were talking about beforehand. I, I think that we're just we're, we're in a place where left to our own devices, some fucking idiot will do something that is irreversible. So so that's catastrophic a- to us as a fucking whole, not just not just America or China, but as a, as a fucking whole. Well, I think what's really really interesting is that if and these, maybe it's just they want the water. I don't know. If these reports of alien craft disarming nuclear weapons is true, has anyone actually pulled the trigger? Maybe. Holy fuck! Like. Just the thought of that being true is like freak freaks me out. Like number one, that because somebody has the power to pull look, that fucking trigger. Look at the Fermi paradox. 
the Fermi paradox states that mm-hmm. if aliens exist, why aren't they here? Well, maybe there's they are. there's only two there's only two options. Either everything is so fucking far away mm-hmm. that they're all dead, mm-hmm. or we're just we are we are not only no threat, but we are no, of no significance. We're just not that interesting, and that's no no. I don't even think interesting. I said significance. I mean, that's possible. Yeah. You know, on one hand, you look at it like there, there's a line from the movie Contact, which is a, a Carl Sagan, basically. You know, it, you look up at all this, you know, what our planet has, our, our, our galaxy. We're, we're one planet circling around a star. Mm-hmm. And in our galaxy alone, there are billions of stars. Mm-hmm. So it, it, just looking at our galaxy, you take a fraction of those that have planets. That's still billions of planets. Yep. You take a fraction of those that have in the plants in the Goldilocks zone, mm-hmm. millions of planets. And that's just our narrow and you, understanding and you take, of life, And you take a fraction yeah. of those that have water and, and anything that could base possible. That's still hundreds of thousands, if not still millions of planets in our own galaxy that, have... that, could, have, that could have life. Mm-hmm. So if we think that we're alone, that is an awful waste of space. Pretty silly, I think. But... And the other side that's just as fucking convincing is the rare earth explanation, mm-hmm. meaning that so many things have had to happen in a very specific row at a very specific time in a very specific line that the fact that the, the, the possibility of that reproducing itself anywhere else is so infinitesimally small as to be mathematically impossible. Mm-hmm. It's possible, too. So therefore, that's a life as we know st- it, statistics, because anything can and will happen. Right now, that's not saying life doesn't exist. But that's saying life as we understand it to exist. Correct. And probably, probably doesn't exist anywhere else in yeah. the universe. And we only really have like one one experience in life on this planet. Like, there's only a certain type of life that works on on this particular planet. Yeah, that's why that's why I love watching these shows that develop like alien species. Because if you watch, they'll either try to get like really stupid, outlandish, but they also have mouths. Yeah. Eyes. Yep. There's still tubes. I think the I think the only one I really liked was you, did you see Arrival? Arrival. Oh yeah, no, I like that fucking one. Great it's it's really good. Yeah, I like their the way they talk about communication. That whole yeah, was it, it was like a um, they speak they speak in, in circles time, like in time. Too, right? time is a concept is part of the concept of their of yeah. their communication. Yep. Yep. Anyway, that's Crazy. not the point. That's not the point. Yeah. But you know, like look at Star Trek. Almost every alien is bipedal. Yeah. Two eyes. And well, nose a lot and mouth, of the reason you know? for that was that it was it was a syndicated no, no, show. I, I get, no, but I'm, I'm talking about humans, even now, you know? even in the newer movies, they still haven't stepped away yeah. from that. I'm, what I'm saying is that that's how we think that life can only exist in some facsimile yeah. Yeah. as to what we experience. Oh, what was that one that was that had Jim Henson puppets in it that I always thought Dark was really Crystal? good? Dark Crystal. It's a great fucking movie. Farscape. Oh, I like Farscape. Yeah, I Farscape love Farscape. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah, it was the one that uh, Moya. Michaela and I actually sat down and watched together. That was that was the show like that I developed the hugest crush on Claudia Black. I would Seriously. I would I would do things <laughs> just to brush her hair and smell it. Just to brush her hair. Oh God. Oh Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> she's so fucking hot. I can't help Dude, it that woman some bad the voice, fan mail coming out oh my god <laughs> uh, Claudia Black I know there's Dude, no that hope show was so she's good married too. with a yeah. family and, and she lives in Australia but Claudia I love you yeah 
What was that one that had Kevin Sorbo in it? That would be oh that um uh, Andromeda, Andromeda, which is another fucking and, great show. Yeah, well that was a Roddenberry show, wasn't yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. God, I love that show too. Dude, Gene Roddenberry actually thought of some really good shit. Oh, he was a hell of a mind. Yeah. Hell of a mind. And Kevin Sorbo. You know the only problem I had. Kevin with, Sorbo. The only, come the only on. problem I had with Star Trek. What's that? It was always a happy ending. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Everything worked out. Yep. Everything was good. The uh, great they, society they, you know, just worked. They, they didn't have. They didn't turn to violence unless they had to, and you had to really push them. Yep. The fact that you think that you throw any kind of group of human beings in a ship and tell them, "Well, you can't fuck with the people that don't see you." Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. I, I like. I like. We're evolved in that to, show. To me, Star like Star Trek was all like the the shiny utopia. Utopia. Yep. And then Star Wars. <laughs> You'll never find another uh, such a rich <laughs> hive of scum and villainy. And they're space wizards. Space so, wizards. With space wizards. Laser swords. With laser swords. Yes. Have you seen the new Ahsoka? Uh, yeah. What did you think I of it? I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm in love. I really yeah, do love it's it. Really... Well, mostly it's because of Elizabeth Winstead's I, I... ass in that in that cargo sh- in that jumpsuit. God, that is right, crazy. Kirkland? Yeah. Dude, Mary <laughs> <laughs> that. That ass in that jumpsuit that is ass. fantastic. Yeah. And I know that makes me sound chauvinistic, I'm, and maybe I am because I do like a big butt, and I cannot lie. Maybe maybe, I'm a, maybe I have an unpopular opinion here. Uh-oh. Speak your truth, brother. But I am not a super fan of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Okay, get out. Get out right now because she's fucking I'm, perfect. I think she's, she's I think perfect. Previously, she's been really good, but in this one, she's just a little bit low energy for me. Like, I no, feel dude, like Ahsoka if was you more. Think about it, if, if you think about Ahsoka's. And I, okay, so now we've gone from Aliens to Star Trek, and now we're talking about <laughs> Ahsoka. Well, this if is you look just at Ahsoka one of those Tano, shows, right? If you look at Ahsoka Tano, and I've watched a lot of the Clone Wars, I haven't finished it, and some of Rebels. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's exactly where her fucking trajectory leads. No, no, she she was she was bright and bubbly and happy. She was bubbly and happy, and then everything that she believed in got turned upside down. No, man, it's it's not. She's been hurt. She's lost everything that she had. This is a woman who has lost everything. I just don't feel like she's that stoic in the shows, though. No, of course not. She's a child in those shows. Thirty-seven years have passed. Not at the end of Rebels. She was still not as old as she is now. I don't. Do you understand? Thirty-seven years have passed between Rebels and Ahsoka. No. Yes. It's not that long. Yes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's before uh, the fall of the Empire. That was thirty. No, no, no. It's post, isn't it? Not Rebels. Yeah, well, at the end of Rebels is is pretty much when yeah. and it's the Empire been, fell. In in canon, it's been thirty-seven years since the Empire fell to Ahsoka Tano's uh, show. I don't believe that's true. It, they said it. It's been thirty-seven. <laughs> I will find it, dude. You you don't have to believe me, but it's in show. I feel it's like you canon. want to punch me in the face right kind now. Kind of. <laughs> it's been almost. So you know what? We're okay, just gonna fine. round it up. It's been almost forty years. Okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, think how old Luke's. Like, 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 like. Okay, so you're talking. This is after. Well, Luke was Luke was building. It, so, so Luke it was, was twenty five. So okay, so we'll go thirty. Yeah. We'll go thirty. Thirty years. Yeah. Since the fall of the Empire, and you don't think that maybe she got a little jaded in that time? She. She's not a Jedi. I just don't. She's hunting a guy that nobody thinks exists anymore, looking for a guy that everyone thinks is dead, getting no help from anyone, doing it all on her own. You know, Rosario Darson is playing it exactly <laughs> the way that she should play it. I, 
I was, think she's was perfect. Was it Ashley Mickelson was the person that voiced her in Rebels and oh, in that Clone I don't Wars? Know. Yeah. I don't. I don't pay attention to yeah, voice actors. I just I don't know. I just feel like I feel like she would have been a better fit for it. I really do. Even in live action, she looks the same. Like she would be able to. You knock know it what? Out. I I don't know. I look at the the original the original art listen, in, in Clone Wars and Rosario Darson. Dar- oh my God, my fucking Southern. Uh, I'm going to wash my hands. Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. I think she fits it perfectly. I think I she does. zero fucking problem with her. Initially, I really, really love The character I'm having a problem with is General Sindola. Yeah, she's kind of a pussy. She was not like a pussy her. in Rebels. She was no. not a pussy in Rebels either. I don't like her character. I think Sabine is about fucking solid. I love Sabine, and yeah. I think I think uh, I actually Ahsoka's think her live solid. action her live action rendition is absolutely spot on. For honestly, I think almost all of the Mandalorian acts I've seen, mm. even Boba Fett. Yeah, the Bo- Tamura Morrison is Boba Fett. Like, of course, he was the actor that was in the what original I love, Clone Wars. What I love, yeah, is that in uh, uh, Obi Wan. He came in and played, uh, played that, uh, a that homeless one fucking yeah. uh, clone trooper. Clone trooper, yeah. I, yes, that's yeah. fucking perfect. Yeah, yep. That's the kind of shit that that's the kind of shit that keeps a fucking fanboy involved. For sure. That's the kind For of shit. Sure. That, that, yeah. that, this, that that's that kind going of above detail. and beyond right yes. there. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. Now I think I think what they're doing with the new Star Wars though is pretty fucking amazing. I really it's do. hit or miss. I, I some love of, all some the of Mandalorian shit, stuff. Anything that Dave Filoni has his hand in yeah, has turned to out okay. to be really good. Yeah. Everything else has turned out to be fucking garbage. Yeah. And I think it's because Dave Filoni is the only one that's trying to maintain what George Lucas started. Sure. And people fucking forget that this is George Lucas's dream. This sure. is his shit. He's the one that created the force. He's the one that created all of this. And he taught Dave Filoni exactly what his fucking religion is. Mm-hmm. And now you have everyone else trying to, and I, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but Kathleen trying. Kennedy, you suck. Trying, oh, she's a <laughs> fucking worthless cunt. Oh, and I know we dropped listeners so there, good. but I don't care. Nah, she is ruining. She is ruining <laughs> my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, she didn't do great. I and Rian I, I Johnson, love the Rian Johnson. Can Freddie, go somewhere Freddie else too. Prince Jr. said it the best because <laughs> he did a voice and he was taught by Dave Filoni. He goes, "What you fucking assholes need to remember." Is that Star Wars is for children. Yeah. So every time you have somebody like, we need to make a radar, it's like, no, no, you don't. You know why? Because it's not for you. Just because you, just because it was for you when you were a child does not mean that it's meant for you yeah. now. It is for children. You know, that's one of the things I do love about Ahsoka is that they got Chopper, right? Yeah, Chopper's great. Yeah. Like, whenever I think about like the kids portion of Star Wars, I always think about the droids and how unique the droids are. Like C-3PO and R2-D2 were always a comic relief, but then you have someone like Chopper from from the Rebel show. And he, he was an actual psychopath, by the way, and he still is. Yeah. Like, he, he wants to kill all the humans. Like, throughout the entire Rebel show, the, if, if anybody's in trouble, he's like, well, can't we just leave them behind? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But <laughs> the dude's a psychopath. I, I love it. I love Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Yeah. I think they are doing... The whole Star Wars well, universe. I think they're fans. So that, that's what matters, they're right? They're not trying to dismantle anything. They're yeah. not trying to rewrite the story. They're trying to continue the original story that George Lucas wrote out. Yeah. And yes. I think that's why they're so organic and they're so easy to love. And if you watch even The Mandalorian, it's not about Din Djarin. It's no. never been about Din Djarin. No. It's the story about Mandaloria 
mm-hmm. you know, and yep. I, I and, and, and it's transitioning now from from his character to Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. which is exactly as it should, because she's the Mandalorian. Yeah, she is the Mandalorian. Yeah, the, the show is now literally about her. Yeah. Which Katie Sackhoff. Oh, my God. That's another one. Thank oh, you, Katie. Katie. Listen, thank to me, you Katie. so much. Katie, I need you to come into my life. <laughs> she is in your life. As oh, yes. Dude, I don't know what it was about me. I don't know her. what it is about me in sci-fi. Yeah. Like, like, and it's I mean, not even the scantily clad. Only in like Battlestar Galactica did she get a little fucking like the the. the yeah, certain, but that's not why. We it's fell never in been love about sexuality. That was never why we fell in love. You with know, her. Leia, yeah. and Leia in the bikini never did anything for me. Eh, it's all right, whatever. Katie Sackhoff in a fucking Battlestar Galactica flight suit Yum. does it for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Claudia Black in her fucking all does it for me. Yeah. Sci-fi girls with a brain and strong. Oh, Seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah. All of that. I need a drink. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. You know. Talk about how beautiful my ass is. Well, it is, it is pretty nice, actually. actually. Dude, dude, actually. You don't really have an bubble. ass anymore. It's no, kind of gone. The bubble's coming back. Well, oh, the bubble's back. Ooh. It's got that bubble butt going on. Squat, baby. <laughs> Hey, grab me, grab me a short one while you're in there, Why if you don't not? mind. Please and thanks. This uh, this segment is brought to you by uh, Bullet Bullet Bourbon, and that is the only bullet that you'll ever need. <laughs> see, I'll that was see good, my, right? I'll see with that bullet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bullet Bourbon doesn't do anything for us, so. So get me drunk. You know, let's let's end the night. Are we uh, ending? Are we already there? Yeah, we're getting pretty close. We got about uh, yeah, twenty minutes left, maybe. You know, good. That's enough Little, for me another shot of bullet, another this. beer to go. Um, bullet bourbon. I drink it, but they ain't paying me yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we we've talked a lot of a lot of deep shit tonight, and we've talked a lot of stupid shit tonight. So, um. If if you had like one specific thing that you could tell the world, tonight would be the night to do it. Let's let's just talk about. You know, I would take it back to what we were talking about earlier today. Yeah, or, or, earlier, just to to look at another human being and love them is 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 a hard thing to do. Yeah, because I think. In loving someone, you have to let go of a piece of yourself. Sure. Because you have to offer that to that person. You have to offer a piece of you or the whole you Yep. to them. And in that offer, you're opening yourself to acceptance or rejection. And I think that's what makes love so special. Because you have to face the fact that the thing you love might not love you. That, yeah. Yeah. And you have to, but you have to put yourself out. You have to try. You have to be like, okay, here it is. Well, that's. And that entire piece of you could get thrown right back. Love is hard. That's the thing about love, though, right? Like, I think falling in love with someone is easy. But I think being in love with someone. But I think that the truest, the truest, the truest and purest form of love is a love that has. My mixed drink. That a love that has no um, requirement for reciprocation, right? Like, 
Yeah, unconditional love. Unconditional, like, unconditional love. love. Yeah, is that. Um, I think, honestly, I think that's the only way. If, if I were to tell the world one thing tonight, I, it would be that the only way to truly love something is to love it unconditionally. Yeah. You cannot, I don't think you can truly love something that has a requirement set on it. I just don't think that's possible. Yeah. You might be really fond of it. Yeah. You might really, really like it. But love is a. Th- so if love is the antithesis of hate, and I think hate is an all encompassing coldness, then love has to be an all encompassing warmness. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Kind of like, 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 re- like being peed on in the yeah. shower or something like that. <laughs> peeing down my own leg? Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of. Hate is the rejection of all warmth and love. So love has to be the rejection of all hate and cold. Mm. So I don't think you can love something and ever put a a restriction on it. Bro, what? What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? What? Yeah, it's ready. It's all cut up, dude. Yeah, go have some, buddy. It's all good. I'm sorry that no one told you. Sorry. It's all good. So when somebody tells me that they will love this as long as blank, then I'm like, then you don't fucking love it. Because if you really loved it, then even if it failed your condition, you would still fucking love it. My dog was a fucking idiot. She was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen on this planet. (laughs) But she could do no wrong to me. She could shit in this house. And I would get mad, but she could still do no fucking wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like the, the most people would look at it like, I love that dog until it shits on my floor. Then you don't fucking love that dog. Yeah. You like the dog. You like having it around. It's a good status symbol or maybe it brings you comfort. But you don't fucking love that dog. Yeah. And I think with people, it's the same way. I love you as long as blank. Then you don't fucking love me. You love whatever I'm providing because when I stop providing it, then you no longer love me. So I guess I guess... I'm just trying to say love is hard. Love is not easy. Yeah. To truly love something, to truly be a, an active part in the love that you share with something, yeah. that's a hard thing to do. I, I would say that unconditional, unconditional love is one of those things that is not humanly possible. And I'll say that because mm. I'll say that because if I and I know how much I know how much you love me, man, like and I love you. Like, I would qual- I would counter hold, that with hold on hold on mm, not let me okay, let okay. me make my point right no please 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 so I love please, you man I love please. you man fucking make your point no, I'm but just if kidding, I went out and did something absolutely atrocious horrible there's there's a condition to that I'm just saying that right okay. like, no th- that's legitimate but you're a friend let me counter that my kids could do nothing that would ever make my love for them that's waver. a different thing though that's is it that's a different type of love like there's friendship type love I, even, yeah that's even, literally what i just said yeah but i still but there's family but, love but, too okay yeah different mm, i see what you're saying but i still don't set that condition obviously things can happen and things can change and things can go wrong that that's that's a given. Listen, but I'm saying, I'm saying you, what you're saying is something that happens and I no longer love you. All right. But what I'm saying is I don't set that expectation at well, the beginning. 
I don't sit here and spell it out like like I love you unless you fuck my sister. Please don't fuck my sister. <laughs> I think there'd be more people upset with me than just you. But but what I'm saying is I'm using that as an example. Oh my god. You know You know what? No, because I've been fucked up. I have a friend. And I still call him my friend to this day. We me and him were were we were fucking brothers in high school. We always hung out. We did every fucking thing together. His name was Travis. Travis Steven. I called him Red because he had flaming fucking orange hair. But he hated Clemson, which was great to me. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's a Carolina <laughs> fan. <clears throat> I haven't talked to Red in the last... He picked me up from boot camp. So that was uh, November of 1993. Sure. So in 30 years, I've talked to Red two times. Sure. I have tried to talk to Red a lot more than two times. I've only accomplished it three times. I actually spoke on the phone twice and he sent me a text message once. I still love that guy. We're He's, not obviously as close as we used to be because, sure. you know, I, I, and I love it. I, I ran but into somebody I knew from I ran into somebody I knew from school on Facebook and, and actually she got into an argument with my ex-wife. Because, well, I know Neil. I'm like, uh, do you? I haven't seen you in almost 20 fucking years. Do you know? Who, you don't know me. Yeah. You know who I was when I was 18 in high school, but I am not that fucking dude anymore. But with Travis, it's like he doesn't know me. He hasn't known me for 30 fucking years. I still love that guy. Sure. He Absolutely. If he called me right now and said, hey, I've got this blah, 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 listen, I would still be right there for him. Listen, I know how much. Anybody I, can do horrendous things that make you question your relationship, listen, if, but if, I still love you no matter what you fucking do. If, dude. if they dig up five bodies from underneath, underneath my backyard because I'm a serial killer, I don't oh, expect. Oh, no, they're going to. I gave them the map. <laughs> Hundred percent. You don't. But but, but even that's then, what I'm talking honestly, about, right? Then, like you don't, you don't you don't just unconditionally love monsters. That's that's my thing, right? Like, I just I I, I cannot love someone instead. Of, I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that there's nothing that you can do that would make me not love you. That's obviously well, that's, that's not what I'm saying. Because there's a level. What I'm there's saying a level is, of understanding about who I am that you know that I'm not going to go out and diddle little children. What I'm or saying be a serial is, killer or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying is, is that I don't set any expectations when I give my love to someone. Sure. Sure. I don't. So that, that's the difference. I, I, I don't I don't sit here and be like, I will love you unless yeah. a I will love you unless B. I just say I love you. I, I, and now I, if you do something that fucking is monstrous, obviously, yes, I reserve yeah, the right to be like, sure. oh, OK. But the thing is, what I'm trying to get through, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that to truly love something, you cannot put a fucking condition For on sure. it. For sure. For sure. Because the minute you put a condition on it, you've already fucking lost it. Oh, that was a good one. I love the fact that we both did that at the same time. Exactly, same time. Sorry, that was stereo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll choreograph the next one. I don't want this to end tonight. I love this. We're doing so good. It's probably we're gonna listen to this and we're gonna be like, holy fuck, what we we, suck ass, man, garbage. You know what? We have fun with this podcast. This is this is our hobby. Okay. Yeah. So, sadly, Jimmy Buffett did die today. He did. And we're both pretty heartbroken I about it, I really actually. think that... I you was know, trying to tell Nick earlier, if you listen to his music, behind the whole poppy fucking islands shit, there is some real, 
lyrics you know, in his music that it, really can strike a chord if you just listen to my, it. My Jess is one of the biggest fans of Jimmy Buffett. She, she shed Which is so weird. She shed real tears. Yeah, no, I got sad. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. She, she was heartbroken. Jimmy Buffett has impacted my life yeah. in many did ways. Did you know that her, um, when she got married? Yeah. That, she told me, she told me that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that song, her, her dad song. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Cause that's when I started talking about, um, the other one. There are listeners. I can't talk about it. On there. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, no, um, that was her dad, so, dad daughter dance. Yeah. Here's a fun little. When I was in high school, um, they would let the classes uh, on Spirit Week. Mm-hmm. Um, each class would do a theme thing, and one year we did. Uh, I can't remember if it was called Island Life or Margarita. I think it was actually just called Margaritaville. Sure. Bro, I had some rich fucking kids at my school. This, these kids dumped like two fucking tons of sand in our fucking. Oh, in our, oh my principal was so pissed <laughs> off at us. We had uh, <laughs> in the fucking parking lot or whatever or what? No, we had a quad. Okay. Like like a a, a common type area. Yeah. Like, uh There were one, two tons of. There was like there was like a gymnasium, then one building and another building, and there was like three stories, so it kind of went down a hill. Yeah. And at the top of it, they dumped a bunch of sand. And between classes, they were playing Mar- Jimmy Buffett like the whole fucking day. <laughs> and we were all walking around in bajas and fucking straw hats and flip flops and and beachcomber shorts. And there was a, there was a, there was an actual um uh like a bar giving out uh, virgin margaritas. It was fucking great, dude. That's awesome. Our pr- our pr- principal fucking hated us so bad one year i think it was our and somebody i'm sure this listening will correct me but i'm pretty sure it was our sophomore year <laughs> we decided to do like some jungle theme where we uh, uh there's this vine that grows in the south called kudzu okay it's fucking terrible it kills and enc- encompasses everything kills everything they brought in probably like three thousand pounds of fucking kudzu and no we shit. strung it all around that quad and then we were all dressed in camouflage and 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 this is this is how long ago i went to school we were carrying around fake guns all day <laughs> it's a long ass time ago. yeah it was a long they ass don't time allow ago. that shit these days but we were all like 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 we had just stepped out of the fucking jungles of vietnam again we won i'm pretty sure my fucking class won spirit week Every fucking year that we did it. I don't remember what the third one was. I know those were two of them that we did. Some like jungle thing and some in uh, the Margaritaville thing. I, I honestly don't remember the third one. But anyway, Jimmy Buffett. Fucking God, man. Such a poet. Like, yeah. honestly, and because no it matter is- what you do, if you listen to the songs and, and granted, don't give me. I, I, obviously, there are some bullshit songs in there. Like Cheeseburger in Paradise is fucking terrible. But. If you listen to some of the lyrics, like there is a truthfulness, there's an integrity in his songs that really you can hear it, and it's because he lived that life. Yeah, yeah, for which sure. we may have talked about earlier. I think I'm repeating myself right now. Well, but, that was I think that was the the thing up from his family when he died is he lived his life like he like exactly. a song. He like was, he lived his he life. He was like a song. the fucking pirate yeah. F40. Yeah. Like he yeah. was the son of. A, I mean, the the guy flew a fucking seaplane. You know, he had a goddamn fishing boat in 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 the Caribbean. Like he lived that he, life. He, he did lived it all. He yeah. lived ex- he lived life on his fucking terms and was unapologetic to anyone. Wrote the music that he wanted, and he was fucking successful because he was a fucking solid dude. Yeah, he was a nice guy who just enjoyed living. Yeah, 
and he lived life the way he wanted to fucking live it. And I wish more people would take a fucking cue from Jimmy Buffett and just do what the fuck makes you happy. In fact, that should be the goddamn message today. Do the thing that you're the only person in the world that can make you happy. You know, it took me a long fucking time to realize that. Yeah. I can't make you happy, Nick. No. I cannot not. do things that make, make you be happy. No. I can present you with something and you can choose to be happy because of it. Yeah. I want people to find the thing that makes them happy. And I want you to fucking do it. For sure. And if you can make a life out of it, make a living out of it, oh, God, I want you to do that so fucking badly because that means you've won. That means you've, you've, you've escaped the fucking trap that almost all of us have fallen into where we're just dragged down by, the, the, on one hand, the things that we want to do and then on the other hand, the things that we fucking have to do. And we try to find some weird middle ground where we can kind of try to accomplish both, but we never fucking do. Never do. Because the things that we have to do always win. They will always fucking win. I really want to go on that vacation to Hawaii. I can't fucking afford it. I, I really want to put my kid in that fucking private school. That ain't going to fucking happen. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it, it makes me sad. It makes me sad that we've chosen this as a life. Because we constructed our own fucking society. Yeah. We built well, the society that we're trapped. We set the framework. Now, whether people have taken it over and subverted it on, against us, whatever. But we still built the fucking framework I mean, for them. I mean, you could debate that, but we, we'd need another at least two hours to go through all of that. So. Luckily, we have a whole, new, a whole week <laughs> next week. <laughs> Guys, this has been just really good for me this week. I feel super fucking good about this. And we're going to end with probably my favorite fucking song from Jimmy Buffett and it's called A Pirate Looks at 40. Maybe. <laughs> Spotify's like, no, you can't play any more fucking unlicensed music, you dickheads. Oh shit, right? What is going on? Oh, All right, I, I have y'all, things. I'm going to have to fire the production team and hire oh, some new fucking no, people. Oh no, don't do that to me. <laughs> don't do that You've to me. You've been sacked. <laughs> Hold on, let me just refresh the page. If I refresh, it'll be better, oh, right? Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. There's a lot of dead air you're making me feel right now, and I don't like it. There it is. Nailed it. Woo! <laughs> but there is, a, there is a certain inherent integrity in his music, and I think that's what makes it really fucking good. You can hear that he's not... He's not telling stories. He's telling his own life. Mother, mother, ocean... I've heard you call Wanted to sail upon your waters Since I was three feet tall You've seen it all You've seen it all All right, so for two drink minimum, I think we're just going to cut this off and let Jimmy take us out. So, hey. We'll miss you, Jimmy. Thanks a lot for listening today, guys. Salut. See you later. Ever seen most of them dream. Most of them dream. Yes, I.